I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to So Much More. In John 16, 12, Jesus stated, There is so much more I want to tell you. He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further his teaching by bringing his word to life for us. So much more creates space for God to reveal his truth through his word. Today, we are continuing in our series on Moses that coincides with my Bible study called Choose. And so if you're following along This lesson lines up with week two of the study. You can grab a copy on Amazon. There's also a link in the show notes. And as always, you can do these podcasts as standalone. Anytime we meditate on God's word, we're going to get something out of it. Now we're going to be experiencing this passage as Electio Divina. If you haven't done one before, I want to encourage you to go back, listen to the first podcast where I explain what Lectio Divina is. Or if you'd like, you can download the free Lectio Divina journal that I have created for you, and it outlines exactly what Lectio is, plus gives you some space to capture your thoughts as you listen to the podcast. You can grab your copy at jodynisnick.com, or there's also a link in the show notes. Well, let's go ahead and get started. And to do that, let's prepare. Let's prepare our heart and our mind, and our body. So I want to invite you just to take a few deep in and out breaths. And as you breathe in, just invite God into this time with you. And as you exhale, imagine that you can just hand over to him anything that feels burdensome to you, anything that is distracting you. Go ahead and take another deep in and out breath and As you do, let me pray for us. Oh Lord, we invite you into this space. We ask that by the power of your spirit, these next few minutes would become holy and sacred space. Lord, would you drown out anything that might be distracting us and help us to focus on your word. By the power of your spirit, we ask that you would guide us to notice what you want us to notice and that you would lead us into the conversations you are wanting to have with us. And so, Lord, we ask that you would do all of this and more. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So a little context before we jump in. This is the second week in our series on Moses And today we cover one of the most famous Moses passages, the burning bush. So to bring you up to speed on where we are in the story, Moses has killed an Egyptian to defend the Israelites, and then he had to flee for his life. He wound up as a shepherd in the land of Midian for the next 40 years. Meanwhile, the Israelites remained enslaved and under the heavy hand of of the Egyptians. They continued to cry out to God to rescue them. God hears their cries. He remembered his covenant with his people, and then he sets into motion his grand rescue plan. 
Moses, who is now 80, was the one he had chosen to rescue his people. And so this is the account of Moses being called by God. So the first time I read the passage for you, it is an opportunity for you to hear where the verses are going. There's really no agenda beyond that. So this is a reading of Exodus 3, verses 1 through 5, and verses 10 through 12. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be a sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Now, as I read the passage for you a second time, this time ask the Lord to help you notice a word or a phrase. Maybe it's even an idea, but something that grabs your attention above the other words or phrases in this passage. And then hold on to that. You can write it down, but then I'll give you some space to reflect on it after the reading. So this now is a second reading of Exodus 3, 1 through 5, and 10 through 12. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, 
God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. And this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. So take a few moments now to think about the word or the phrase or the idea that the Lord drew your attention to and ask him, how might this connect to my life right now? Now, as I read the passage for you a third time, notice the word or phrase again, and then we'll take some time to respond to God after the reading, however he may be inviting us to respond. So this is a third reading of Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 and 10 through 12. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. 
take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. And this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. So take a few moments now to respond to God. Maybe there's an invitation that he's extending to you or a command he wants you to obey, a truth he wants you to notice, or something else entirely. Take some time, though, to have a conversation with God about whatever he has stirred in you. invite you to just take a moment to rest in God. Rest in his goodness and his love for you. Reflect back on his faithfulness in your life and rest in knowing that you are deeply loved and uniquely made by God.
O Lord, we thank you for this passage of Scripture and how you made it very clear to Moses exactly what you are calling him to do. Lord, as we wrestle with our callings and either knowing exactly what we're supposed to do and feeling like Moses wanting to resist that or wondering if it's really your voice or our own, Lord, we ask that you would make it clear to us like you have done with Moses. We know you probably won't set bushes on fire in our backyard, but we do ask that you would help us take notice of what you're doing just like Moses did. That you would help us notice the things that feel like they are blazing in our lives. Lord, we ask that you would be clear with us. We want to follow where you lead. We ask that you would encourage us, remind us, as you reminded Moses, that when we ask, who are we? You respond, I will be with you. That is enough. Thank you for this truth, Lord. We pray all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to invite you to join me in listening to the Companion Podcast, where I get to have a very fun conversation with Dr. Tara Jenkins. Dr. Jenkins is a powerful, creative, and inspiring teacher of God's Word. She's also a founder of Ministry Mates, which is an organization designed to minister to senior pastors' wives. And she's authored three books. She's just a really great person. And she had some really good truths to share with us about callings and how she knows when God's calling. So I hope you'll listen to our podcast and our conversation. I also want to ask you a quick favor. One of the ways that you can support me in this ministry is by leaving a review. And so would you take a moment, if you are enjoying this podcast, just do a quick review. It would mean a lot to me, and it would also help more people find these meditations. As always, I want to thank you for joining me on So Much More, where Jesus has so much more to say to us, and we are creating space to listen. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.